When it comes to hard work, there's one important rule. Pick the right tool for the right job. That's why Chevy offers a family of Silverado pickup trucks designed just for the job. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. I'm Raleigh James. I'm filling in for G. Your radio will return to normalcy on Monday with her return. And in the meantime, you can join us at 312-981-7200. Now back to that bad news. Just when you think it couldn't get worse. Then there's rats in the equation. Yes, rats starved by the pandemic, invading homes, possibly yours. So we have the owner of Crow Pest Control. That's crowpros.com. Robert Villamil. I'm sure I just skewered your name, Roger. So Robert, so tell me. <laughs> no, that, that that was that was well. Yeah, Robert Villamil. That was pretty good. Okay. Oh, so you pronounce you pronounce the L's. You don't want to make it an LEA, huh? Okay. No, American yeah. that you are. <laughs> okay. Oh, very good. Excellent. And uh, you're not only an American. You're an American who knows his uh, his varmint, his creatures, his bed bugs, his rats. Uh, now, yeah. I read the news from the CDC that they say they're warning of unusual or aggressive rodent behavior. Now, other than the the Geico commercials, where, where you hear about the, uh, uh, the the mad rodents, what exactly should we be looking out for in the way of the aggressive rodent? Well, um, you want to be looking out for being vulnerable. That's real important at this time. So, you want to make sure you're taking proper precautions to keep the rodents as far away from your property as possible. So, you know, they are pretty aggressive. So what I like to do is give customers tips uh, to help keep them away. Yeah. Well, that this is assuming that they're aware they've got a rodent on the property. So obviously by the time it's nesting in your bathroom, you've got a bigger problem. But how do you know, you know, other than just happening to eyeball one, are there any yeah. telltale signs we should be looking for? There are. There are. Some of the first signs you're going to notice if there's a, you know, a rat nearby is that, you're going to notice some of their droppings, which, you know, their feces. So mm. when you walk into a garage, you may notice in the corner of a garage, you take a look and you'll see about an eighth of an inch to a quarter inch rat droppings, black, shiny, um, in the corner. Mm. They'll be about 10 to 15. That's one thing to notice. You'll notice a smell, usually the powerful potency of urine. Rats urinate when they run. You're going to have a urine smell. If you don't have any pets, you're like, what's that strange odor? So these are a few things to look for, um, rub marks, gnaw marks on some of your doors and, um, and some of the products that you may have in your garage or in, in, in your yard. So, How prevalent is this really? Well, right now I, I, it, it's pretty serious. I can tell because I get, you know, I get you know, numerous calls a day about rats. People are calling me saying, hey, Robert, I've never had a rat before. Um, all of a sudden, I'm noticing rats in my yard, in my garden. You know, we're very clean. We pick up after our dog. Um, we make sure that we're, we're taking care of our landscaping. And we still seem to be having rodents. You know, they're very aggressive. They're brazen. They're coming out during the middle of the day when I'm outside in the yard with my pets or with my children. And, you know, it's pretty scary. And, and, and understandably so. we, we got to remember that during the whole pandemic, you know, restaurants are operating at a lot, lot less. So, you know, their dumpsters that used to overflow where the rats would normally get their food from, it's no longer a food source. So what's happening is that these rats are moving into the residential areas. They're finding their way in through a small gap underneath an overhead garage door. 
Um, they're finding their way, you know, into into the crawl space or into storage areas underneath people's, you know, decks. So we have to realize that it's it's it's, it's very important. It's serious. So you know, we have to take this matter seriously. And they're large. They're not. They're not like mice. You know, they're they're not like little lab mice. These uh, these animals can be the size of a football. Rats can be, you know, about nine to ten inches from the oh. tip of the tail to the tip of the nose. So they're they're pretty big and pretty scary looking. The the only thing I can tell you firsthand is if you do happen to trap one and it dies, I know the smell has got awful, but if you wait a month, it really does go away. Now, with, with that in mind, yeah, right, learn that firsthand. With, uh, with that in mind, you know, it's bad enough that we're thinking about some poor guy in his house, or even worse yet, in his apartment and his landlord's ignoring his pleas, but all that pales by all these closed restaurants for three months. So I would assume that crow pest control, especially as people are thinking about opening up, the rats probably have just decimated some of these restaurants. I'm sure. I'm sure. And and, and it's important that before they begin to open up, that they take the proper precautions. Before they open up the restaurant, have a professional company come in, crow pest control or, you know, whatever pest control company they have to do a, a really thorough inspection of the restaurant. Right? We, we want to be safe on top of everything that we've been going through, um, you know, especially here in Chicago. We want to make sure that, you know, the, the restaurants are safe for people to come in and eat. Um, and so it, it, it's very important that they, they could be in there right now and just causing mayhem, a lot of mischief. Safe is an interesting word because, of course, you want to be safe from the vermin and the varmints, no doubt about that. But on the other hand, a lot of people hesitate calling any type of pest control because they say, I don't want those toxic chemicals. Are there ways to deal with this without toxicity? There are some some preventative measures um, that I always, you know, relate to my customers are, one, Keep the grass cut trimmed very low. Bushes, if you have them in your yard, try to keep them cut very low um, because grass like to burrow. So you want, you want to be able to see the rodents. You want to be able to catch them ahead of time before they get a chance to multiply. Um, power wash your garbage cans maybe once or twice a month in the summer months to kind of make that garbage smell minimal so we're not drawing the rats near we don't want to overcomplicate things. We're actually looking for food, water, and shelter. If you have a bird bath, you want to you want to make sure that you're you're keeping an eye on that. Rats love water. Um, bird seed. If you're feeding the birds, what happens is the seed falls to the ground. The rats will come and they'll eat that. Right? They'll be attracted to it, so it's easy. It's an easy food source for them. If you have compost, you know a lot of people do compost. You want to make sure you're turning the compost often, spraying it down with water to kind of keep that smell minimal. Um, a few other things you can do if you plan on having a garden, you may want to implement other other you know plants and with with let's say you you're growing cucumbers, maybe you can introduce some peppermint or some lavender, a few other plants in the garden to kind of help subside the rodent activity. If they come in and they you know get a hold of one of the plants that they don't that they're not really fond of, then they may just you know keep moving to it to to somewhere else. You know, that's interesting. Uh, peppermint, lavender. Uh, see, I would have thought garlic, but maybe they love garlic. I, I don't know. No, garlic, garlic, too. Garlic, garlic, garlic is important. Um, fence line. They, 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 you know, there's a few natural remedies you can use in your home. You can have a mixture of some, some garlic oil, some peppermint oil, 
and spray it around your fence line, maybe along the tires of your dumpsters, um, along your garage, you know, the perimeter of your garage. Just to help deter the rats a little bit. Obviously, you have to be you have to do it often because that doesn't last very long. Maybe a couple of weeks, uh, you know, especially with heavy rain, maybe even less. But um, these are just a few things people can do to 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 help minimize that rat activity in the yard before it's too late. Yeah. Now, here in where I'm sitting in Arizona, we have a bigger problem with rats because of the potential of hantavirus. But in Chicago, I know you don't have that. But do rats pose, you know, obviously other than if they bite you, but do they pose a damage, a danger to you or your pets? Well, rats, they have known to become aggressive. Um, I did a report maybe about six months ago where, you know, a young lady was in the yard and she had a pit bull, um, which is a, which is a bigger dog breed. The rat physically came and bit the pit bull on his nose, um, Oh no! Which, yeah, and she had to take him to the vet, and she paid you know hundreds of dollars to get the dog taken care of. Rats typically don't attack; they're anti-predator. Um, usually, they're they're more afraid of us than we are of them. But if you have a rat cornered, you know he may you know they're going to defend themselves. A pregnant rat, she may you know she may defend herself. An alpha male rat, um, they tend to run away from danger. But if they are cornered, then they can attack. You mentioned the bird bath, which of course goes dovetails well into the water feature. And uh, to me, anytime I see a water feature, I just say, "Oh, you're raising mosquitoes." Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of here comes summer, how do you, other than getting rid of the water features, eliminate or at least reduce the mosquito onslaught? Well, with mosquitoes, you got to remember that it's 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 stagnant water. It's water that's been sitting there for, for, for some time that the mosquitoes will come and they'll start to, to kind of breathe in there. So you want to, any plumbing issues you have on the outside of your home, um, any problems with mulch, um, you can have a professional company come out and do a, a, a liquid residual treatment to the area will help subside the mosquitoes, you know, drastically. Um, but try to look for those water sources. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. if, you know, if, you have a, if, you, if you have stagnant water, if you have potted, potted plants in the yard, that are just collecting water, flip those over. Don't let them collect anything. If you have like a, a, a wagon, you know, children's wagons that they used to pull, um, kids, sometimes those are outside and, and they're collecting water. So all these, an old swimming pool that's underneath a porch that's collecting water, all these, all these water sources should be flipped over. Um, try to keep water minimal. Not only the mosquitoes, but rats need about an ounce to an ounce of that and a half of water a day. And they'd rather have, rather have a clean source of water um, than drinking water out of the alley. So if you can minimize the water, um, do your best to, 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 to maintain it, and you know that should help a lot with the, with the mosquitoes and with the rats. Now, some areas you hear that there are laws against disposing of the rats on your own. I'm assuming in downtown Chicago you can't shoot them, but short <laughs> of the short of that, uh, if you is it illegal to kill the rats uh, by an individual no. rather than a trained? Uh, okay, so so you're you're yeah. safe there because uh, you know some some states you can't even do that, and I, I guess yeah. they 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 have the rat support groups or, or what have you, but. Uh, yeah. So you're, you're, you've decided you're going to do away with your rat, and you're obviously, like I say, shooting it's just not going to work. So how do you do this? Can you trap them easily, or, or are they really attracted well, to cheese? Is it true? Yeah. Well, I mean, 
they're they love food, so I guess you know whatever's available. Obviously, rats will have their preference. Um, trapping works really well. The old-fashioned wooden rat trap, in all honesty, um, you can't build a better rat trap. That works wonders. It's just the way you install them, the amount of traps that you use, and where you apply them. Um, obviously, you know you have to take into consideration children and pets. But you know that's that's a clean way to get rid of rodents. It, it's quick; they don't suffer very much, um, and you physically have them in that trap, so you can, you know, physically remove them, throw them in the garbage. Um, it's it's a better option than using you know maybe poison or sticky pads, which the rats tend to suffer. Um, a sticky pad may get dusty and not be as uh, effective after it's been exposed to the elements for a couple of days. The rat can just pull himself off of that. So yeah. you know, the best, yeah. So the best way to get rid of them is honestly using using traps. It's better to hire a professional. Um, but some people, you know, are big do-it-yourself uh, fans, so they may go to the hardware store and buy some traps. And and I've and I've had a few customers, and I can appreciate them trying to take that situation to their own hands. But sometimes it may be overwhelming, and they decide to call a professional because we have obviously more tools. We have a bigger arsenal of things to use to help get rid of the rats. So, but trapping works well. Um, you know, act, you know, rodenticide. If you're going to use something like that, that has to be applied. I would say directly inside the burrow. We want to be careful with kick out. That means the rat would kick poison back out of the burrow, and now it's accessible to kids or to children. So there's certain precautions. You know, safety is very important. Um, so we have to know exactly what we're doing. We just can't have anybody sticking their hands down in rodent burrows. Um, but yeah, these are just a few ways to help get rid of the rats. Trapping. Uh, a smoke application works really well. Sometimes, you know, you can find a burrow and it's easily accessible. You can apply a smoke application and kind of suffocate them on the inside if you have to or, you know, force them out. Um, you may have to repeat that process three or four times before you completely get rid of the rats. But it's effective. It's an effective method along with, you know, the cooperation of the customer as far as sanitation. So we can really do some good uh, when it comes to help right. getting rid of the rats. Yeah. When we think about uh, a lot of these irritants, such as the termite or the mosquito, obviously they travel in packs. You never see one of them. It's like Minnesota land of 10,000 lakes and 10 million mosquitoes. Uh, but uh, but rats, I hope you're going to tell me they're solitary creatures, or do rats travel in large packs? Um, both. Oh. Rats, 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 they do have, oh. a litter would be anywhere between 6 to 12, give or take. And, and some, and, and you, you, you do have some solitary rats. You know, you have, you know, there's a hierarchy, right? There, there's alpha males and beta males and pregnant females, and rats are very territorial. Um, so what happens is, if, if a bigger and larger rat is in an area, he tends to defend that area and keep other rats away from, let's say, a particular food source, and that will cause other rats to investigate or seek shelter and food in other areas. Um, and a typical territory of a rat is between 150 to 200 feet. Um, but so it's 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 a little bit of both. And sometimes yeah. they can run. I, I've been to a residence where I've caught up to 30 rats in one location. 30. So it, it, it varies. Honestly. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's 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 a little tough to you know put your finger on it, but you you, you have to do some monitoring. Um, and once you start to trap rats, you can actually tell by the size of the rat hey, this is a baby, so we know there has to be more in this area. Or if you catch a large rat, you do a couple follow-up visits and no longer have an issue. So I've experienced, you know, both. 
So let's say I notice that I have a couple dozen rats. Now, I'm not going to be able to do this on my own. I'm going to need to call Crow Pest Control or someone. So I ring you up on the phone, and the first thing I say is, I have multiple chemical sensitivities. Can you still get rid of the rats? So you want to be careful when, when someone is diagnosed with you know chemical sensitivity. You can still get rid of them. You're not really applying any spray or any type of powder um, that can harm someone so you can still get rid of them there's other options right so if someone is sensitive to chemicals we can say hey we'll strictly stay away from certain chemicals um we'll do our best to get rid of them with you know sanitation removing clutter with using traps obviously you may have to visit multiple times but it can be done it'll be be worth it yeah, be, yeah worth it. It be worth it. Yeah. And uh, we, we haven't even gotten to the spiders, most of which are harmless. And then there's a couple like the brown recluse. Well, I shudder talking. Uh, bed bugs, roaches. Uh, and, yes. you know, all, the, all this I know is handled by uh, crow pest control. So I would assume that this, uh, this might be, depending upon the extent of your problem, one that don't try this alone at home. Uh, call uh, crowpros.com. And, Robert, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you.